Hello. Hello, planet Earth. We are coming to you from spaceship Chester Street. The mothership. Yes. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. You know what I just thought about? Because I just revealed where we're recording from. Chester Street. Chester. So, Bruce Nolan has mm-hmm. a thing where he doesn't tell people who he is, who or, where he is. or where he is, right? Yes. So, he posted like a nice looking pizza pie the other day. And I said... You're looking for clues to find out exactly well, his, his well, whereabouts? I usually am looking for clues, but this time I was genuinely curious. I said, nice I, I, so I, I responded, I said, where's the pizza pie from? And he says, nice try, FBI. <laughs> I just wanted to know where the pizza was from. You know, our good friend Bruce Nolan. He, he does keep himself concealed. He does. I, you know, and I think he changes his voice with some mixer. Because there, he has a very defined voice. So if yeah. you if you go to a bar in, I think he's from Cleveland. If you go to a bar in the Cleveland area. You think or you know? He I, he reveals that he is in Ohio. Your little birds have told My little birds, yes. <laughs> but could you, you, you could go to any bar and, and just try and listen for his voice. Because he in can't Cle- stay at home forever. In the greater Cleveland area? Okay. He can't stay at home forever. We'll find him. A Bills fan living in Cleveland. Name something more depressing <laughs> Bruce so if you're if you're out there listening which I know you are mm-hmm. I will find you <laughs> I will find you but uh, it's uh it's it's you know season. how to make friends <laughs> Matt what season it's is it season two episode, episode 40 yep because wow. last episode was episode 69 but we didn't realize until it was too late I know and we only could put it in the title but we, I guess we can celebrate. This is the morning after. This is the morning after episode. Yes. This is the walk of shame episode. We're yes. carrying our high heels in our hands right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my mascara is smudging a little bit. Yeah. It's by the sunglasses. <laughs> Headache a little bit. I'm still wearing... Dragon. Uh, I'm still wearing... Uh, Ready for round uh, two, though. <laughs> the the dress from last night. Oh. Yeah, it's not... It's not the ball. Not looking pretty. <laughs> But, you know, it's... Uh, morale is low. Morale is low. So, folks at home may be wondering, why isn't this being released on Tuesday? Well, it's on Wednesday because, of course, there was football played yesterday on Tuesday. And... The Bachelorette. And The Bachelorette. And we celebrated Taco Tuesday together. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was my first experience of Matt, Matt World Taco it, Tuesday. It was a good uh, Shabbat in Matt World. It really was. I, You know... Matt and I are both huge proponents of mango salsa. And if you disagree, then Bite you suck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how anyone could not like mango salsa. It goes with everything. Yes. It can go in your life cereal in the morning, too. Get a little milk, a little life cereal. Can it? A little mango salsa on top. I didn't know. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? <laughs> not that. <laughs> a little sweet, a little salty. A little sweet, a little sweet and savory for the, uh, for the kids. Yes. So today, of course, we are going to recap week 13. So, you know, we only have four weeks left. Are there Matt questions for the world? Matt questions should happen on Friday, a.k.a. meaning I didn't make Matt questions today. Okay. <laughs> and I I think I could get a lot of Matt questions, especially after who's playing Thursday Night Football this week. Uh, it, it will be the L.A. Roms. The Rams mm-hmm. and the New England Football Patriots. So either way, Friday episode, you, there will be I, I will be a celebration emotional. or sadness, but 
doesn't matter because many beers will be drunk during the Friday episode. Friday Friday beer episode. I feel like there's going to be a, a 72 hour span where that's going to be occurring. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Just thinking of the number. So it got bigger and bigger <laughs> as I started to think. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> we might as well get into it, right? Okay. All right, let's let's turn this up just so we can listen to it. Mhm. Toyota Thon is on. What's the what's are the uh, Ford, what's the deal at Toyota Thon? I don't know. I'm just curious. Are you guys having a nice Ford truck month? That's all I hope. Are you no, having- I'm not. I'm not a Ford truck, you know, supporter. To be honest, <laughs> that's okay. Supporter, yeah. I'm a Chelsea supporter. <laughs> oh God, no soccer, please. Soccer off limits. But you know what is on limits all the time? Sports ball. Sports ball and football. We head to La La Land, where the New England football Cam Newtons still could not throw a football more than three yards down the field. But no matter as the L.A. San Diego Superchargers could not throw it more than two yards down the field. And according to Matt Math, that results in a 45 to nothing drubbing. Huh? Of the San Diego Superchargers as the New England Patriots continue the path. Some spread to the playoffs. 45 nothing. Patriots win. We head to Megatron's asshole in Atlanta, where they played host to the New Orleans Saints. And it was a tight one because the Saints were still playing Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill came into the game having never thrown for a touchdown pass as a quarterback. But guess what? He threw for two, two touchdown two? passes. And Atlanta could not overcome the New Orleans Saints. Saints, 21, Falcons, 16. We now head to the Windy City where the Bears took on the Detroit Lions as the Lions restored the roar. Coming back late in the game to see Mitchie T choke all over himself once again as the Bears lose five in a row. 34-30. Detroit. We head to Tennessee where two eight and three teams took on each other. And like Decino had been saying all week long, it's a prove-it game for Cleveland. And they went in there and they absolutely smashed Tennessee in the first half. They got up 38-7. to Pow, right in the kisser. But Ryan Tannehill wouldn't go away. And Corey Davis caught a touchdown, too, to get the game within six points. But it was too little, too late. Browns win this one. Cleveland, 41. Titans, 35. Now down in Miami, the main card is Tyler Boyd against Xavier Howard in a throwdown of two highly mediocre teams, one with a good record and one with a crap record, as Tua Time was able to put up two well more points than the Cincinnati Bengals in a 1907 victory. 1907, I remember that like it was yesterday. Some game, huh, boom? Uh huh. Huh, huh. <laughs> Well, we head to Minnesota, and Minnesota has won a couple of games in a row. More than a couple, because they're now 6-6 six and six after taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are in a competition with the New York Jets on who can tank more. 
The Vikings need to go to overtime to get this sucker done, but they do. Vikings, 27. Jaguars, 24. Now in New Jersey, the New York football gangrene disease of the 18th century took on the Oakland Raiders in a contest where the Jets held on to win all the way to the last 16 seconds until Derek Carr drove the football into the back of the end zone as the Jets successfully tanked once again to an 0-12 record. 31-28. Thanks, Greg Williams. We go to Houston. We have a solution. And Houston did for a while because they were keeping up with the then- Seven and four, Indianapolis Colts and leader with the rivers of the <laughs> AFC South. But Deshaun Watson, he had the ball down at the goal line, and guess what he did? He fumbled. It was a bad snap. The ball was on the ground, and Houston, who looked like they were gonna beat the Indianapolis Colts, and perhaps they had a path too in the AFC, now are pretty much done. Colts twenty-six, Houston twenty. Now we head to the spaceship out in Area 51 in the desert as the Roms took on the Arizona Kyler Murray fantasy football team, my fantasy football team, and a 38-38-28 clash of heats as Kyler Murray threw it around, but Jared Goff somehow did it better in a 38-28 victory for the Roms. We head to Seattle in the... Pacific Northwest, where the Giants and East Coast team had to travel all the way out west. And it was Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf who couldn't connect. And they were just off all game long. And Russell Wilson couldn't get it done. And it was Daniel Jones. No! It was Josh McCown getting it done for the New Jersey football Giants. They win this one. 17, Seahawks 12. Next, we're in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field as the Philadelphia Carson Wenches got benched by Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers in a 30-16 clash of a good team that's kind of not as great and a really, really, really bad team in the Philadelphia Eagles. We... 30-16. Well, boom. I wish that Jalen Hurts had played the whole game because he might have gotten it done, but he's starting next week. But down in Kansas City, one man who's not losing his job anytime soon is Patrick Mahomes. But somehow, the Denver Broncos kept it close, and they had the what at halftime? They had the, the, the lead oh. at halftime? What? And Patrick Mahomes finally is able to get it done in the fourth quarter, and they win this one. Chiefs 22, Broncos 16. The next town down to the Three Rivers in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as the Washington Redskins took on the Pittsburgh undefeated Steelers as the Steelers tried to go on an undefeated season. But they were no match for peg leg Alex Smith and Chase Young as the Washington Redskins Bumbled and stumbled their way into a comeback victory, 23-17 over a overrated Pittsburgh Steelers football team. Uh-oh, that's a loss boom for the Steelers. But we go to Santa Clara, or do we? We go to Arizona, where the 49ers are playing their home game, and they played host to the Buffalo Bills. Matt, guess how many games heading into this one the Buffalo Bills had won on Monday Night Football this century? 
Zero. Zero. But that's why we play the games. Josh Allen tossed dimes all over the field, completing 80% of his passes. He threw for 375 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. And Josh Allen firmly in the race for MVP. The Bills go to 9-3. and three. And boom, no one circles the wagons like, like a Buffalo Bills. Bills. Bills 34, 49ers 24. Next, we head to the white suit mystery site as the Baltimore Ravens took on the Greg Hardy-less Dallas Cowboys in a battle of scumbag franchises where Mike McCarthy does not know how to coach defense or offense as the Ravens won 34-17 as tree trucks fall on the Patriots' half. And that's it. We watched a lot of that game yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, too much. <laughs> Ooh. I think the biggest part of that last game, the Ravens-Cowboys, is that Joe Buck jinxed Justin Tucker. See, he definitely was trying, and it worked. So kudos to him. And, dude, half of Twitter was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Joe Buck's jinxed it. And then the other half was like, how could Joe Buck up in the booth actually jinx something that's so, like, unreasonable to say? And I hate both sides I because know. They, they take it too seriously. And I love it because somebody failed. <laughs> so Everyone on Twitter takes himself way too seriously. Everybody, everybody is their worst the worst version of themselves yes. on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I am fully, fully um, convinced that Twitter is a massive cesspool. Well, why does everyone say that the broadcasters can affect something? Like, he's supposed to just... Like, obviously, he has to say the statistic every time because just... 70's a lot in a row, dude. God. Sometimes Twitter's the worst. I think the people on Twitter are the worst. I, I agree. But the news is interesting. Everything's the worst. Um, should we start with the Buffalo Bills? We, let's start with the Buffalo Bills. Okay. So <laughs> we, we mentioned it in the fastest 69 seconds. The Bills heading into this game had not won a Monday night football game all century long. Correct. Which, which seems like a, a hyperbole of a stat. Correct. Because they could have just said like the last, you know, 20 years or whatever. But, you know. ESPN likes we to... We can do that with Super Bowls, too. Exactly. <laughs> ESPN likes to go uh, above and beyond with their stats and also their graphics department, too. I know. Because you saw that one of uh, of Home, Home Alone. Alone. That was great. With uh, Cam and... Uh, was uh, it Tua, Tua? Yeah. Standing outside the house and then Josh Allen inside wearing a nice sweater. But Buckets of paint. Whatever. Yes. You know... Oh, man. Well, the, the Bills got up 17 to 7 in uh, the first half. You know, it's funny. They actually fell down 7 nothing to open up the game, but then... Uh, Battle of the goal line defense. It was weird, right? A lot of fumbles, mm. a lot of goal line stands, but I think at zero point did the 49ers ever really slow down the Bills' offense. No. They at, just kept... At no point, did they? No, absolutely not. Uh, you know, Josh Allen missed eight passes. Mm -hmm. I think that, that goes for an 80% completion rate. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns. He's AFC Offensive Player of the Week. I think he's won that several times now. This is also his second game of the year where he's thrown for four touchdowns, no picks, which is also pretty impressive. And you do look at MVP talks and you say, all right, you got Rodgers and you got Mahomes. I think Wilson's kind of fallen out of it after... Mr. Unlimited. After the last month, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Wilson's fallen out. But honestly, if you, you know, look at... The way that Josh Allen's playing, I think he's probably top six in, I would say, almost every significant quarterback category mm -hmm. and metric. 
you know, probably higher than that in, in a few, but the Bills are nine and three. They're atop the AFC East. They currently, I think, are the three seed. Mm-hmm. So I think giving the quarterback who's having a career year so far on a third seeded division leader team mm-hmm. is completely fair to, to say he's in MVP talks. That is fair. You know, I maybe uh, at the end of the season here, you know, so the Bills are in the spotlight for the last four games of the year. Uh, they, I believe they are Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Mm. They have a big, uh, big, 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 huge, big game. Right. And, and I'm sure that the spread's going to be a lot closer now after what Washington just did to Pittsburgh. Yes. But they also play New England on a semi. Is that is that the semi primetime game? Uh, Saturday. I, oh, no, that's a Monday night game. Oh, that's a Monday night game. And then the Bills also play a Saturday game the week following uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, I Off the top of my head, I'm forgetting right now, but... I feel like it's important. Yes, they, they do have... No, it's at, it's against Denver, so yeah. In, in, in a semi-primetime game, because they're the only people playing at 4.30 on Saturday... So you could say, similar to how New England played Buffalo last year on that Saturday. Yes. It's kind of prime time. You'll probably have, uh, you know, Kurt Warner broadcasting this somehow. It's on NFL Network. At Denver? Yeah, in in Denver. Out. And we know that traveling to Denver is not easy. We just saw Denver put up, did they just put up a fight in Kansas City? They they did. Okay. They. Sh- I don't want to say should have. But they, they could easily e- could have won. Well, think of it this way. Had they made the field goal at the end of the first half and, you know, kicked the ball off after, then that's a three-point addition to Denver, and Kansas City doesn't make that field goal. Correct. And in, that's 19 points for Denver, and that's 19 points for Kansas City. Right. Math. So Denver, hmm. like, I, like we've been saying, Denver's kind of hmm. a confusing team. Yes. Because... They had no quarterback, and then they had a quarterback, and they kind of not. And at times they do look like they suck. Yes, but at times I feel like their defense is decent enough to keep them in games. Right, and and just looking at the Bills' schedule right here, it's kind of crazy because they should have beat Arizona, and and of course you can't go back in time. But after that Chiefs loss, remember that uh, what was it? And they should have lost to the Patriots, so that's fine. (laughs) Well, you remember that Tuesday game? Was it Tuesday? In, in the wind and the rain yes. against Kansas City. They didn't look good. And then after that, it's win, win, win. It should have been a win against Arizona. Win, win. Now they have a fantastic chance against the Steelers in Buffalo. And mm-hmm. you remember, the Bills actually, I believe, clinched a playoff berth last year on Sunday night. Against the Steelers. Against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I don't know the implications of a win against Pittsburgh, but I would believe at 10 and three, they, they, they would probably be clinching something Yes, with a win against Pittsburgh. So, you know, this, this, it's a huge game. It's an absolutely monumental huge, game. Yes. Pittsburgh obviously still has a lot to play for as well. They do because the one seed is, is gigantic this year, right? If, if, if two seeds had a buy, then I don't think they would be as, no, know, they'd still want home field. Well, but that, no, uh, yeah, home field does make. I mean, I guess this year is a little bit different because. But like when no when we've been the two seed before, we're like, that's okay. Like, is some we have the chance that someone can knock off the one seed, and then boom, we'll have home field again. You always want home field, right? You always want home field. I you always play for home field. Don't give it away. 
Yeah. Um, well, there's always the chance, too, that another team just has an outbreak and they have to make a Week 18, and then that's that's an eighth playoff team. I only think that they'll make a Week 18 if the outbreak comes during Week 17. Because imagine this, right? It, let's say Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Best case scenario. Has I know an outbreak. I, I'm going then, then, straight to Kansas City yeah. to be a biological weapon. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because if they make Buffalo and Pittsburgh, let's say, mm-hmm. there, there's, you know, hopefully, of course, there's not, but let's say there was a breakout. Yes. And they said, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, week 18. Well, what if the next week, Buffalo, Denver needs to be pushed? The hell do you do? Because you've already filled up that week 18. They want to save that emergency until there would be no ramifications for pushing a week. Yep. So that's that's why I think they're they're going to hold they're off as long as possible. And I end up I don't think they'll use a week eighteen. But you know, just going back to this, touching on this game, the 49ers I don't think are a bad team. No, they just have a hell of a lot of injuries at important spots. Right. You know, and. Richard Sherman's back. I think this is his second game back. He had a pretty rough game. He was picked on. And, I mean, Josh Allen just looked really, really good. Mm -hmm. And then just taking a peek forward to next week. If Josh Allen can throw... The Pittsburgh secondary is much better than in recent years. But they're not great. Mm Mm-hmm. If what's Josh Allen good at? And we saw it really, really early in the first quarter. He would just ex- extend, extend, extend. Roll out to his right and throw. It's crazy how defensive coordinators haven't figured that out. I mean, except for one. Uh, crazy how defensive coordinators uh, haven't figured out how to play Josh Allen. Because it's pretty simple. But you it, just put him in the pocket and let him throw. Yeah, but if you keep him up. in the pocket, what do your defensive ends have to do? Yeah, just Rush timid. Yeah. Right? Okay. And if you rush timid, guess what Josh Allen has in the pocket, yes, a rock for a brain, but yes, yeah, but he has time. Yes, I think he's really starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that now he's had a second game with four touchdowns, no picks mm-hmm. against uh, a defense that did—he's having his breakout year, just as Carson that, Wentz did. That did criminal things to uh, New England. Well, Carson Wentz is a different story, and Bruce Nolan would support me on this too. You know, Josh Allen progressing through three years is different than Wentz just bursting out onto the scene and, and, and doing really well. And then when Wentz gets hurt, that same team still wins the Super Bowl. Interesting enough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then they did it the same. They did it again the next year where the backup can come in and then they, you know, win uh, some games and, you know, win a playoff game and then and Alshon Jeffrey drop away from, from going even further. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so Bills are in a good spot right now. Bills yes. are in a good spot. Looking forward to that Sunday night game. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is it's an Al Michaels bye week. Ooh. So we got Tariko. Damn. Which Tariko's great, mm-hmm. but the Tariko Collinsworth is not as not it's nearly not as good. As, it's not the same as the last 15 years. Right. We should get whenever Tariko goes on, you should get John Gruden from 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 Las Vegas and say, hey, John, can you step in for a second? 
He's like, I'll tell you what, man. I've been practicing Spider 2 Y Banana all week long with this idiot Derek Carr, man. You know what the first read is, man? You throw to the fullback in the flat. He's always open. And after that, if you don't like it, you hit the tight end on a little banana. And that's it, man. We're all riding the banana. All riding the banana, man. Yes. Yeah, so circle the wagons. Yes. Shall we head to the uh, La La Land? Yes, we should. That was... I'll let you get... So that was fun. Yeah. Um, we had guests over to watch the game, and I, I warned them uh, to prepare yourself for a flurry of just absolute anger and hatred. And it didn't come. You know yeah. why? Because the Patriots pretty much played a flawless football game on every aspect of their team other than their quarterback, who still sucks. He still can't catch a snap, and he still can't... He, he like. There's no sort of accuracy in terms of hitting a guy in stride or, you know, skipping balls, like, at his feet, like he's skipping a stone. Um, and while it's really encouraging, the defense, how do the defense look against State? Would you consider, I know that the Chargers are now 3-9, and nine, but would you consider them to be a very talented offense? In terms, they, re- they, they, receivers, they, they've been showing end. a lot of growth. And, Is and- Justin Herbert the probably the best rookie quarterback so far this year? Yeah, I mean, if Burrow didn't go down, I mean, yeah, but he's he's been he's good already, as I said before. Right, I said it before the 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 week. I said it was twenty three to twenty, the Patriots would win. Um, I mean, I hit it anyway. I said it was a push, and I went under. Uh, so once again, I'm right. Um, but I just look at this and say, if the Patriots, if Cam Newton still is going to blow, right, uh, this path thing is no bueno. They cannot run a 1950s wing T offense and expect to put up mid twenties against, you know, the Rams, uh, dolphins and bills and expect to win, uh, which they need to do if they need to make the playoffs. They play the jets the last week of the year. I'm already assuming that the jets are full tank mode as they are, but defensively do the Patriots, the Patriots usually get run on. They're not very good at the run, but they did a good job of containing like Eckler and whatever the hell the other running back is. Uh, yeah. They got a lot of pressure on Herbert too. That was the other thing. They confused them. They they covered. They they actually played coverage. Stephon Gilmore was excellent this game. Okay, yeah. Keenan Allen. I mean, you see the stat line, but you know, was he a factor at all in this game? No. You uh, know who the best New England defender was that had an interception? Uh, Winovich. Winovich. The best. The best front seven player though was Oosh. Yes. Big Uche. He was making a lot of plays. Uche was... Uh, they might have a player in Uche. They actually... The thing with the Patriots, the last few years, is they have drafted horrifically. Belichick, the coach, is still the best coach far and away. Belichick, the GM, average. Right. And he's had some great drafts over the years, and he's had some misses, and he's strung together a couple misses these last few years. However, guys like Duggar, who can play, Uche, who can play, Jennings, Anthony Jennings, their third round linebacker pick. I he looks like he can he can hold his own. Um, Owenu, yep, he's the best offensive rookie in the league, which is funny to think he's a fifth round guard or whatever. Right. Um. But yeah, no, they they're putting together some wins. The Patriots. This game went so well that Cam Newton threw a touchdown pass to Nikhil Harry. Uh, how many uh, all years that from? Uh, for Newton or Harry? Newton. Uh, four? 
four passing touchdowns. Congratulations. Hey, he, he, yes. Uh, I, you know I'm not a Cam Newton defender, but he does have 11 rushing touchdowns. Yes. That is a considerable number, even though that doesn't I mean they could have handed it off to Damian Harris. It's like, it's like Blunt in 2016. Yes, they're just going to keep handing it to him no matter what. Um, and it went so well that Jarrett Stidham threw a touchdown pass to Gunna. Yeah. It was the Gunner game. Was that an actual statistic that on third and one or less, they haven't passed it? I, I'm happy it is because they shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know why. They're really good at running the football, and they're equally as bad at throwing the football. Right? Why can't they just... No, like just not not even cover Cam Newton passing it. What do you mean? Like just sell out run every every single time. I don't know, because I I would I wouldn't even cover the guy out. On the, I wouldn't right. cover uh, Jacoby Myers or whoever the hell is out wide. I'd be like hey. I wouldn't even cover James White out of the backfield because Cam Newton can't hit swing passes. I know. I feel bad. I feel like Newton James White's the type of player that needs a competent quarterback to yes. get him the ball. I mean Tom Brady obviously he could do that. There's just um, such a difference about catching it running forward versus having to twist around and get it. There was one screen pass, I think it was on the second drive, where it was like third and 11 or whatever, so they weren't picking it up. But Newton throws it like a foot and a half over White's head, and he was going to jump up and try to catch it. I think it like bounced off his hands. But it was one of those things, it was like it was a screen, but there were guys like bearing down on him, so he was going to get killed yep. if he caught it. Like That was a hospital pass, and he got Jakob. Jakob Johnson, the fullback, killed out in the flat, too. I remember that. That was, I'm like, he's going to get somebody hurt. What does he see when he decides to throw that? Obviously not what's really going on. It's a different reality. But uh, Jared Stidham, once again, uh, I said last week we could see Jared Stidham in this game. We did. Did they, usually when you're up 38, 30, up 30 points in the fourth quarter and you put your backup quarterback in, what is it? handoff, 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 and they might throw it on third and five or whatever. Right. He went right down, the, he threw it right down the field. Well, thank you to a 38-yard catch by Gunnar Olshansson. I know, but that's, they ran play action with him. That's not, you don't usually do that. Usually they would just hand it off and then maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe Belichick thinks he's trying to get, uh, you know, ranked by the AP polls, and that's why he's trying to put up, you know, beauty points right here. No. Um, I think that I you could see Stidham, especially saying this this Rams uh, Rams game coming up. We'll get to it later. If the Patriots go down by say ten points in the third quarter and Cam Newton isn't cutting it, say they're yep. down, screw it. Say say they're they're down like seventeen to three, right, or something to that extent, and Cam Newton really just can't do it. Do you throw Stidham in? Because they they need to throw seventeen three at what point in the game? Like third quarter. It it depends on Cam Newton. Like if he's no, like, I don't think so. If he's skipping I, stones I, in a lake, then I, I don't think Jared Sidham's very good either. And we well, saw that against Kansas City. Well, you know that Cam Newton like mechanically can't throw a football. His shoulder is shot. I've said it again. He can't throw to his right accurately. Does he think that someone's going to sign him after this year? I don't know. I mean, may he signed? They signed him for a million bucks. But that was because he was legitimately like, they don't know if like he could still play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they signed him for the minimum because no one, because no one's seen him play in almost a year. People have seen him now, so I guess his value has to go up. I think maybe we, we we played this game last week though. Who would take him? I don't know. Chicago. I mean, 
if you're like a, a team that needs a quarterback or like wants a backup, I feel like Cam Newton as a backup would be okay. Does he have the attitude for a backup? I mean, does he want to stay keep playing football? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's he's he was better. He was better than the, the, the Cardinals game. The Cardinals game he played maybe his worst game. Literally, like could not be worse. This game though, they ran him. They kept running him and they continue to run him. And that's where he's valuable. That's why the running game is so good because he can he can just, you know, grind out those yards. But I let's see against the Rams. I I feel tepid to pick the Patriots just because I don't know. Like they're going to have to throw the ball at least a little bit to like. Would you feel comfortable with the Patriots' chances of winning if they got to twenty four against the Rams? Uh, An average twenty four points. Well, yeah, you would. You would imagine twenty four based on how the defense has played the last two weeks. Right. They played. Uh, what's his face, Herbert, um, who's a, obviously maybe the offensive rookie of the year, and they played Kyler Murray last week, who's also very good. Matt, and, the only thing I'll say is, if this game was in New England, then I would feel comfortable saying twenty-four points gets you a win. I, it's a, it doesn't matter where they're playing. It does matter. The Patriots are technically playing a home game if you want to think about it, because the Patriots just I, played in Los Angeles yeah. and the Rams just played in Arizona. Ugh. Also. Do you, how do you feel about Jared Goff going against Bill Belichick? How, well, how did the last uh, time Jared Goff played against Bill Belichick? Not go? good, but do you see them mm-hmm. going for revenge? Uh, yeah, no shit, they will. Yeah. But, like, do you think, like, Goff has it? The thing with Goff, what, what's Goff's nickname? Country Club Quarterback. And why is that? Because when things are nice, he's pretty good. Yes, and is Bill Belichick making things not good at making things not nice for the quarterback? Yes. Yes, yes. but... Dude, that what was the most embarrassing loss for McVeigh probably in his career was in Super Bowl 53. I would imagine now he'd really, you know, obviously you're trying to win every game. The Rams need this. Patriots. New need England it. needs this. Patriots. Who do you trust more? Oh, uh Belichick or McVeigh? Well, th- those are the easy questions, but who do you trust more, Cam Newton or Jared Goff? Obviously, Jared Who do you trust Goff. more, Cooper Cup and, or but, or d- who do you want to use, Jacoby Myers? See, if if you gave Belichick Goff and you get, uh, McVay had Newton, I feel like just so ready to pick against uh, Newton and, and McVay, if that makes sense. Obviously, he, yeah. It just, it's simple, but I feel like Belichick at least has enough in him in his defense as he's proven the last couple weeks and against, you know, uh, Baltimore. I know Deshaun Watson's another deal. They they looked awful in that first half. Um, second half, they looked better. But I feel like Belichick, his teams, what do they always do as the season progresses? They always get better. Now, Cam Newton's a different story because I think his shoulder's just shot and he's just not seeing the field well. Yep. But the rest of his team has continually gotten better. Jacoby Myers is, you know, still a good player. Damian Harris is still a stud. Their offensive line is still intact, ready to rumble. Uh, their defense, their young defensive players are playing into their own. I, I give the Patriots a shot at holding the Rams to 17. Okay? I, I, have, I feel like they, I can... Feel decent about them holding him into the teens, if like maybe the high tw- low twenties. 
like 20, 20, 21 points is like the max. All right. I, I don't know whether the, how, the, how much do you think new England can put up? I don't know. That's the thing. It's going to be predicated on, I now gunner as return. <laughs> now the X factor here is gotta, no, his, no, 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 yeah, no, his coming out game. Well, like, uh, I don't. I'm not expecting anything from the special teams because that's foolish of you to at all expect any sort of production. Garner on offense? No. Um, can I see Goff throwing a? Uh, you know, getting pressured, maybe turning the ball over once or twice. That might be the like. Honestly, it's going to be the turnover battle, which is super cliche. But if Cam Newton, which he's when he's held like. Um, protected the football, I feel like they've been better off. I mean, that's an obvious take, but you know what I mean? When you watch, Cam Newton didn't force any throws, didn't turn the ball over against the Chargers, and the Patriots walked away with an easy victory. Uh, against the Cardinals, he was brutal. He had a back-breaking interception that should have led to them losing, but it didn't because King Cliff Kingsbury's a boob. <laughs> um, I feel like, though, if Newton and the Patriots can run the football, not let this game get away from them. By get away from them, I mean like go down 14 nothing by early second quarter. You know, if it's 7-3 to three, halfway through the, the second quarter, that's, you know, like a one-possession game, and the Patriots can move the football with some regularity, that's good. The Patriots' defense can, A, stop their zone read. I feel like in the Super Bowl, what do the Patriots do against uh, Jared Goff? What do they, like, do exactly? Uh, they... What, didn't they play like a six-man front? Yes. They made sure that the Rams couldn't run. Yep. I know Todd Gurley was hurt, but running backs don't matter. Right? <laughs> they don't matter. It does not matter. They they made sure that the Rams could not run. They made sure to put Goff, give Goff the ball in his hands, and they took away the deep play. They said, we're going to make you drive 10 plays to put points up on the board, and Goff could not do it. Has Goff shown the ability to do it this year, or has it been kind of the same? I uh, again, when things are going well, when things are nice, I think he does a great job. I feel like if you give the Rams more plays and you give Belichick more plays to mess with Goff, that's an advantage for the Patriots. If that makes sense, the more the longer the drives the Rams have to go, and the more precise Jared Goff has to be, the less likely the Rams are to score. Points. See, it's not I, like he I, has I Tom think, Brady or Aaron Rodgers, Patrick. I, I know, there. but I just think he's going to be very. You cannot comfortable. Get, mm. I think it'll be very comfortable. Have they they've been able to scheme up some pressure on these these mobile quarterbacks the last few weeks? Is Jared Goff the most mobile quarterback? He's not. He's not Kyler Murray. That's for sure. No, he'd rather just stand there. And, and he, he's not. He, Justin Herbert's a decent mobile quarterback. Goff is less mobile than Herbert, and they were able to get pressure on him consistently. Um, he was he was harassed all day. He was a terrible stat line. Um, but I, I think Goff wants to stand in the pocket. And if he has to run, that's maybe option number five for him. But he will. I've seen it against my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, what he did. You know what, what, once again, the Bucks are an incredibly dumb team. Right. Just as the, he, the he was comfortable back there. Just as and the 49ers. Awesome. What the hell did they do with Josh Allen? They let him run all over the place and throw wherever he wanted. But Goff is different. Goff, Belichick knows you take away the run, which is his binky. His ability to run play action is his binky. That's why he gets so much time. That's why they call him the country club quarterback is because when you run play action with a good running game, that usually causes the defense to respect the run. 
not play the pass as much, and then Goff has plenty of time to throw. But if the right. Patriots can take away the run, hold Goff, make Goff hold on to the football, pressure him, I feel like that's I, I'm confident in their ability to do that. Now I will say though, the line is we're I guess we're jumping into this game. Yeah. The line is Rams minus five. I'll say that the Patriots cover. I can't say that the Patriots will win though. I am not confident. I think it'll go under. I do think it'll go under. Forty four would you five or five and a half, do you say? Uh it's five, five, five flat. I, it's, I think it's going to go under. Yeah, Thursday night game, 44 and a half points. That's low. I mean, East 20, Coast tra- team traveling to West Coast. They're already on the, they were there before <laughs> the Rams got there. Yeah, but it's still not, jet lag. Yeah. The jet lag goes away after. <laughs> Have you had jet lag? It goes away after a couple of days. They just won 45 to, to nothing to on jet, jet lag. They just won 45 to nothing on jet lag. Yeah. Now that jet lag is wore off, they're going to go back to normal, the which Patriots, is sucking. Literally, all they've—I <laughs> mean, you can say that for Cam Newton, but yeah, the thing, the Ram, the Patriots, all they've been doing is they've been at the UCLA campus or whatever. They've been in their hotel room. All they do is football. That's all they've been doing. They've been due to COVID and LA being a, a fascist state run by their fascist government and uh, mayor. Who's yes. going to cut the power if you at all take your dog out to shit? Um, they, they are not allowed to leave the premises of their hotel. I don't think they're allowed to leave their hotel rooms. I don't know. That might be wrong. But I feel like the Patriots have a puncher's chance if they can hold the Rams to mid teens, maybe high 20s. They need turnovers, they need big plays and special teams. I'm not relying on the special teams, I'll rely on the turnovers because those are more uh, consistent. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with 24-20 Rams win. Okay, so you're going to be the same with me. Yeah. Or, you, no, you, ooh, yeah, same with me. Yeah. Yeah, easy. Um, I, I'll say 20-20. to 20, It's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> now, how would that affect the path? Oh, it would just throw a wrench into my whole plan. Yeah. <laughs> I would not know what my would, uh, Who was that NBC guy who was at the board? Uh, do no, I don't know. Apparently, he does the the election stuff too. I don't know. He was talking Kowalski about Kowalski or something. Yeah, like Kowal- Kowalski. Yeah, um, Kowalski was talking about the NFC stuff, and I really just didn't pay attention because I don't care about any other team except for mine. Yeah. Um, and then Kowalski just didn't talk about the Patriots for whatever reason. I. It's a shame that Cam Newton blows because if he could at all throw and they had a competent quarterback who's uh, gradually getting better, I think he's gradually getting worse. Um, I feel like this would be a very dangerous team, obviously coached by Belichick, but I do not trust... Uh, you know, I'll say 21... Um, I'll say 20 to, 20 to 16, the Rams win. I'm looking at Cam Newton's stats. Yeah, I'm no. looking at his QBR of five point. Well, no, the, 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 screw the QBR, screw ESPN. Look at the the, the quarterback rating twenty three point six out of a one fifty eight point three or something. Yeah, he's had some decent quarterback games. Like if you look down, like that Houston game, he was a hundred quarterback rating. However, half the throws he missed were literally in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it was like either getting batted or in the dirt. We love the new apartment. I there love the new apartment. Problem. Matt, do you love your new apartment? I love my new apartment. <laughs> it's a, it's, isn't it a nice quaint little place? It is very nice. Isn't it? Um, yeah, let's look at his, uh, uh, ooh. Baltimore, he played well. Houston, he played well. 
Buffalo, I feel like he played decently. He did not turn over. Oh, of course he did. Um, Denver, he played horribly. That Raiders game, he was bad. They 88.9. Q- What's with ESPN's QBR, dude? I don't get it. 88.9 against the Jets? <laughs> I don't know. He's, ESPN lies. Uh, they gave him a QBR of three against the 49ers. Um, that might have been his worst game, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, he was good. Obviously, the seal. It's a shame because after two weeks, what I was saying, if Cam Newton's going to play like that, the Patriots can make a run at the Super Bowl. Right? How he played against after the Seattle. You saw that game. He was throwing the ball all over the place, and, yes. then, and then we quickly realized a uh, the Seattle defense and Cam Newton both blow. Um, so he's got to run the ball more. Yeah, they've got to run the ball more. Of course, they're going against Aaron Donald. However. In that Super Bowl against the Rams, did they were they able to contain Aaron Donald? Had they been able to patch up and block up J.J. Watt and Dwight Freeney um, and all the other pass rushers you can think of in their history? Have they always been like, we are not going to let, you know, number 99 yeah. break the game open? You know what I just thought about? But when we're making our preseason predictions... Yes. I think I called at least through the Monday Night Jets game correct. I remember saying that they were going to start off 2-1, and one, and everyone was going to think they were so awesome. Yes. And then I re- remember I said, loss, loss, loss. They, you called the loss to Denver? What? Yes, I did call the loss to Denver. Did you call the loss against Baltimore? I think No, did. that's what I'm saying. Up until the Monday Night game, I had then said... Lost to Baltimore, lost to Houston, and then I think I might have given them another loss to Arizona, and then went against Chargers. So, but up until uh, you also said they're going six and ten, I did. Well, and, I but we I have a shot still, and they're on and the press of a shot for yours too. We are. We might end up eating the. It might go right down the middle. Yeah, might end up eight and eight. That's probably, in my opinion, that's probably the most likely scenario. Nine and seven is. Um, is a is not out of the realm of the possibility, and then wishful thinking is ten and six, seven and nine is probably the the worst case, and then six and ten I'll feel okay because I get a better draft pick, and the Jets would have won and screwed up their draft position. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a a high likelihood that we're gonna split right down the middle on our our Patriots pick. Just means we're geniuses, really. Yeah, speaking of geniuses, uh, how did the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers do? Pretty terribly. Um, and who said that the the Redskins had a a very good shot of actually winning this game? I think it was you. I think it was. I said take the lock of the week, Washington plus seven. Oh, yeah. And guess what? They Washington plus thirteen. Yeah, I minus mean, six. Whatever. Like like we're saying, right? Listen to me. Pittsburgh just hasn't had <laughs> a defining. Win. I, I, like I think we're talking about this last week. I'm like, they haven't had a game I, where they're coming from behind or doing this or doing. This. I feel like they yeah. they have the second easiest schedule in the league this year. Yeah, like, like going in, um, their trajectory is uh, down. Right, going down. Washington, by the way, I know I I picked Washington, but they have a good football team. Their defense. How is their defense look? Really good. It's very good. Chase Young is legit. Their defensive line they invested heavy heavily in. You hear what Tomlin said to Chase Young? What you said, you're good. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, uh, you know, 
I we 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 never lose enough games to get a guy like you, or something like that. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, but well, never win enough to wait till next year when they have a first place schedule. Well, here's the thing: Baltimore went fourteen and two last year, and then coming into this year, statistically, they had the easiest schedule in the league. Now they're six and five, which is funny, or whatever, six seven and five, right. whatever. Um, I also said that uh, Baltimore in. 49ers were going to come crashing down earth. Yeah. Which they have. Um, 49ers unfair, though. Yeah. I Baltimore, f- you're completely right. I, they're frauds. I also feel like the 49ers weren't going to go 13-3 and three again, though. They could have gone. I feel like if Jimmy G and that team was healthy, they could go 10-6. and six, Yeah. Well, be a playoff I, don't, team. I don't think Jimmy G's the most important guy that's injured right now. Well, I think it is, he is because if he can, continues to be injured and he ends up being... Um, out of a job, I think he'll be in a, in a job quickly back here. Oh my god! And then look out below. <laughs> I feel like it's literally like if Belichick, the GM, actually just figures out something for a second, like literally, just like they have a boatload of cash. They, you know, how much money they're gonna have to spend? A lot, like a, lot. a whole lot, a whole lot more than we'll make ever in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, I feel like if he actually spends money. It doesn't have to be the biggest splash, but if he can get three or four or five, you know, B, B-plus players and then put a quarterback in there and get a receiver and a tight end and get the defense running, you know, a little bit better, have the, the young guys growing, uh, look out next year. Yeah. Because if this is, once again, I'll need the Juicy Pats fan in my self-righteousness, which is a God-given right, by the way. This of course. Is, this is what I was born into. Right now, this is the Patriots' worst year. This is their down year. This is my down year, which is a playoff hunt chase. If they go 9-7 and seven and miss the playoffs, I'll be like, you had a winning record. You messed up the quarterback position royally this year. However, you were able to get a winning record by the end of the year. If they go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs, that is beautiful for me. That right. is, that is, imagine rooting for a team where your worst year is a playoff berth or at least a winning record. That feels pretty nice. Yeah. They're probably going to go 8-8, eight and eight, so say 500, but, you know. It, so it, now, now they're back to normal. I In say. The last 20 years were not normal. Well, yes. Obviously, well, here's the, the biggest thing is their quarterback. Obviously, they, they left their quarterback position as a black hole after Brady. Correct. But when Patriot fans are like, oh, all we need to do is like, Draft this quarterback or get this quarterback. All he like, needs like, is a, you, you, there's no there's no replacing Tom Brady. You cannot expect to fall you know in your lap another another break. However, if they actually had average quarterback play, average quarterback play through all whatever twelve weeks, all twelve games so far, how many of these games would have flipped? They wouldn't. So Seattle, I, I they, mean, I, Seattle. I hate, to, I hate to use QBR, but on a scale of zero to one hundred, Cam Newton is fifty one. Which do, do, do your eyes deceive you? Is he actually playing as an average quarterback right now, or is he playing as a five to nine touchdown interception ratio average? No, no. Is he? Is there any threat of pass? Is he at all accurate? No. Would they have? They would not have won against Seattle. They looked awful against San Fran. Would they have beaten Denver with a competent quarterback who would actually throw the football? Well, that, that's also like saying if, if Denver had a competent quarterback who didn't throw two interceptions trying to lose the game, 
Yes, but the thing is that they have Bel- the whole idea is that you have Belichick there, and then you could just put Alex Smith in, and instead of six and six, maybe they're seven and five or eight and four. Would you see, could you see with Alex Smith through twelve weeks somebody who can hit a check down and hit James White in the flat instead of Cam Newton throwing the ball in the dirt to him? Uh, could you see them? Maybe they could easily have won Buffalo, Denver. Um, they could have flipped the Houston game because I know Cam Newton had all these stats, but part of them were at Hail Mary. Um, also, they he just totally whiffed on some throws. Uh, it, it they could they should have won more games. They what what's the commonality between Seattle, Denver, Buffalo, Houston, and all those losses? What's the commonality? They had the ball under two minutes to go with a chance to either tie or win the game. Yeah. And the quarterback couldn't do it. Well, that's what separates the, the good and the bad teams. The good teams get it done. Well, it, it, it's The quarterback cannot throw the football when he needs to. That's the biggest thing. And I'm just saying, Alex Smith, I'll use that. Tyrod well, Taylor. Well, that doesn't mean Tyrod Taylor wouldn't, would not have won every single one of those one possession games. No, either. I'm not saying. Could he have won one or two of those? That's what maybe, I like. Maybe you know what I mean. They could easily be seven to five or eight and four right now if they had at like at all competent quarterback play, right? That's the thing. That's the that's the thinking. Is Cam Newton's been awful. He's been you would you would agree. He's been atrocious against Arizona. They were incredibly lucky to win, and he played maybe the worst quarterback game I've ever seen against L.A. He literally did nothing, and they they won. Um, against Houston, he had. Great stats if you want to look at it. But was he actually very good in that game? I don't think he watched. But he they they ran the ball at the beginning, and then they had to come back because he couldn't throw the ball at all. Right. And they, they couldn't mount a comeback. Against Baltimore, he was a sidecar. Against the Jets, they're tanking, so it doesn't really count. Against Buffalo, he fumbled the ball away, and they didn't really they couldn't throw the ball for shit. Against San Fran, he that was his second worst game. <laughs> he was awful against denver he was awful against the raiders he was awful and against seattle i'll give him credit he flung it around and came back but they could they should be seven and five they could be eight and four but they really should be at least seven and five right now so right now this is a disappointment okay and i'm expecting next year i know it's week 12 of this year it's 2020 but it's also 2020 so it's bizarre world so i'm going to put an asterisk on the season for whatever happens because i know the patriots won't win the super bowl um Patriots minimum eleven wins next year. They have no minimum. That is a that's not a a prediction. That's an expectation. That is how a, how you can't make expectations based off of two thousand to two thousand and nineteen and say well they average eleven wins a, a year. So if they get an average quarterback, they will immediately get back to the norm. I'm saying that, that is not normal. I'm saying with Belichick's coaching and their ability to get better throughout the year and the. It, just the examples I've thrown at you right now with games that were close enough for the Patriots to win if they had average quarterback play, that they could have turned one or two of those games as a win, and A, they would be maybe in the playoffs right now. B, they might be leading the... You know what I mean? Like, if they beat Buffalo and they beat Denver, now all of a sudden they're vying for the division once again. The expectation is they win the division, win 11 games. Now, are they going to do that? I don't know. No, because, but that, I, mean, me, I mean, what divisions are they playing? That You're going to have to play Houston again. You're going to have to play Tennessee. You're going to have to play Indianapolis. You're going to have to play Jack, the... Jacksonville. Right, Jacksonville. And then for the NFC division, it'll be the same as 20, 
17, so you'll Which is <laughs> you'll have to play my NFC South. So you'll have to play the Saints, you'll have to play the Buccaneers, you'll have to play the Falcons, you'll have to play the Panthers. Oh no, not the Falcons. <laughs> and you'll have to play Buffalo twice. You'll have to play oh, no. Miami now, who Miami is eight and four. Or is Miami that good? They lost they lost in They're eight and four. I mean, you can't say that New England's so such a great football team, and then Miami's sitting there eight and four and be like, "Oh, is Miami team. that good a football team?" I'm saying that is, I'm saying that they're a better football team than New England. No, yes, they are. No. Oh, man. we'll see. We'll see in two weeks. Well, a they already lost to New England in week one. Okay, well they're playing uh, after this week. Yes, I am taking Miami in that game, of course, and I'll take the Patriots. I, if two is playing, I'm taking the Patriots. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. That's why Miami is a good football team because it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for them. That's the difference between Miami and New England. I don't know why. New England, it matters who's playing quarterback for them. Miami, it does not no, matter. No, it, do, it doesn't because they all suck for Patriot, for the Patriots. Fitzpatrick should be starting. It doesn't matter. They could roll out. They could roll out Ben DiNucci. and in, in win. Yeah, that's just aggressive. They could roll out <laughs> Gilbert. 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 They, yeah, they, <laughs> the goldfish. Gilbert. They could sign Blake Bortles. I would take Blake Bortles on the Patriots. <laughs> I don't know if you would. Uh, just for fun. If they were going to be like, yeah, we're going to mess around. If, I would rather watch Blake Bortles just be Blake Bortles on the Patriots and go 6-6 six and six than watch Cam Newton try to throw a can of paint around. <laughs> Honestly. That's how oh I... Oh, my God. Because at least Blake Bortles can throw the football. <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton. Do you, sometimes Blake Bortles cannot. Sometimes Blake you, Bortles looks like Cam. We've Newton. you've said this. You've said this yourself. How does Cam Newton's throwing motion look? Like he's throwing a hail mary and Awful. then he skips it. Yes, it's so bad. Cam Newton going deep. Oh wait, no, he threw it. He threw it two yards and Belichick. The it the the failure came with Belichick just totally mismanaging the quarterback position after Brady dipped. No, it was way before that. How was it right before that? Belichick was so pissy after Kraft forced him to deal his precious Jimmy Garoppolo. This is why. Yeah, and then Brady, after the Eagles Super Bowl, was like, trade me. Like, what the hell is that? No, you know yes, why? read the book. No, this is, I do. It's I, in literature. I have the book. Can you read? I can't. Because I can't. So this is, tell me how, <laughs> how, how loyal and great and special a head coach GM Bill Belichick Brady is. said he wanted to leave. No, you know what happened? He signs Brandon Cooks to be Jimmy Garoppolo's go-to guy for the future. Yes. Okay, then Kraft says, all right, you got to trade Jimmy Garoppolo because we're keeping Brady. So then Belichick says, okay, goodbye, Brandon Cooks. He then says, goodbye, Danny Amendola. Julian Edelman is then suspended for the first four games, and he replaces him with no and then, one. And then Gronkowski, he tries to trade Rob Gronkowski in the offseason. Gronkowski has to say, he I'm going to retire was, because I don't want to play. Hold on, hold on. This is what Belichick does. As soon as he doesn't get what he wants, he then does has zero replacement plans. And then, of course, you know, um, Brady then goes on to win the Super Bowl despite all that. But you, you, you Patriot fans say, oh, well, the Patriots have no talent. And, you know, if Belichick just had a wide receiver at tight end, well, it's his fault because he threw a little pissy fit that he didn't get what he wanted about letting Garoppolo stay. So he said, you know what, Tom, we're going to have nothing for you. And you're just going to go out and try and do it on your own, which he did. And then Brady said, you know what, you're just going to keep disrespecting me. I'm out. <laughs> 
Well, we'll see after this week. Because if the Buccaneers lose and the Patriots win, they'll have the same amount of wins. Buccaneers are going to smash this week. Absolutely smash. Well, the Buccaneers are only a game ahead of the Patriots right now. It looks like the Buccaneers have an 80% chance of making the playoffs, and you have a 23% chance. It's a lot closer than it was a lot earlier. Okay. The Buccaneers are going down and the Patriots are going up. You you can agree with that. The trajectory of these teams is not going in the same direction. The and other I, thing no, is, especially after that Kansas City game, it's looking it is looking phenomenal for the Buccaneers. Yes. And this, um, this Minnesota game is so favorable of a matchup, and we'll talk about that on Friday for the yes. Buccaneers. All I'll say is Belichick had two first round picks lined up to go to Detroit. And uh, did he was he correct in trying to get rid of Gronk a year too late? Then a year too late because guess what? Gronk didn't even play the next year. And does he look kind of shot right now? He looks not good. Like, not like peak Rob Gronkowski. He do, he he's Robert now. He's not Rob. I don't know, man. He does not. But look, you know, you know how great not, of a of he, a drafter Belichick is. Oh, he drafts Sony Michelle, who doesn't have a knee. Nope. And then you draft Nikhil Harry instead of DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. Terry McLaurin. Debo Samuel. Debo Sam- I would have taken Debo. Uh, However. Sounds like sabotage. But also Brady and Gronk were both pissy bitches and were complaining that they didn't have enough fun winning all those Super Bowls. Well, again, I think the whole, I, I don't know what, I, I completely lost faith in Belichick when he benched Malcolm Butler for zero reason. Because yeah. that was an ego move. That was, you know what? I did it in Super Bowl 49. I'm going to be able to do it again. Because it doesn't matter. I'm Belichick. I'll start. I'll start. Uh, Brady fumbled the ball. He also <laughs> threw for Super Bowl 505 yards. Fair. They, yes, I, I am not happy with Belichick. However, he did uh, get his team playing again to go to another Super Bowl to win. That's the other Because thing. of Brady. Brady. But also, how many points did the Rams put up in the Super Bowl? Three. <laughs> and how many did Brady put up? Thirteen. That's. I mean, it's enough to win. And yeah, who, it is. Who are the Patriots playing this week? The Rams. The Rams. And how many? <laughs> who's coaching the Patriots? Belichick. Okay. And I am going to be supporting the Rams hard. And I will be throwing things. <laughs> <laughs> so look out, Greater Boston area. Um, wow, that's a a feisty episode. Yeah, it really was. Hmm. Anything so, else to say? Uh, Gunner guy of the week, Gunner Olszewski. Of course. Um, Gunner guy has to be January Jones because she's popping off on Instagram right now. Yes. If you're a Madman fan. Mad, Madman fan. Yes. I, I'm not. Okay. Well. So should we, uh, do we play an intro exit song? Do we not have one lined up? Uh, I have a good one lined up. Are you ready for this? Fire away. This is in memorial of Justin Tucker. Yes, in the Phil call last night. <laughs> All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand something. Tightly. What is what is Stephen A. Smith say about the Patriots playoff prediction? I don't know. Let's see play it after. No, just play right now. Nope. Oh, the one down there. It's blasphemous. 
Everything you need to make the holidays feel magical with a little help from HP. When you buy any HP Like a blanket? Get three months of free access to Canva Pro and three months of free instant ink. Now through January 15th, happy crafting. Cam Newton, and I've said this on many occasions. I like Cam. Cam's a former league MVP. Cam is a phenomenal, phenomenal. I wonder athlete. why he likes Cam. I have never called him a phenomenal passer, and I never will. He's not the most accurate passer in the world. With the exception of the, the year that North Turner was the offensive coordinator, I think it was 2018 in Carolina, Cam Newton had never completed more than 60% of his passes. Okay. By the way, Cam Newton's on pace to complete over 65% of his passes this year with Bill Belichick as his head coach. Wow. Yesterday, he only throws the ball 15 times, and he doesn't look that accurate doing so. The interception that came off the hands of Julian Edelman, that was behind him. That was a bad throw. On oh, the this is game. earlier. I'm just looking at it right now, considering the fact that religiously they're bereft of weapons at the wideout spot because Bill Belichick has never drafted well. From the, from, from the wide receiver. Yeah, I think this is old. Nikhil Harry can't right. open if you pay. Well, kids. You can throw the ball and you can, so you can hope that he gets it. But in turn Goodbye, kids. Until next time, children.